Welcome to the Free From Binge Eating Podcast with me, Breed, your host. Binge eating sucks. Trust me, I know. I was stuck in that spiral of binge, restrict, diet, yo-yoing weight loss, feeling guilty and ashamed, and hating my body for 10 years. Now that I'm out, I'm turning my pain into purpose by helping you stop binging, start loving your body, self, and life again. It's time to live free from binge eating. Are you ready? Let's go. Hey girlies, and welcome to another episode. It's me, Breed, and this is my first solo episode of 2021. And I thought I would just hop into 10 learnings of 2020. So 2020 was a massive year for me. COVID aside, there were so many life changes that happened, like... I quit my old full-time job, I went full-time into my business, I bought a flat, I got a new puppy, lived for the first time with a boyfriend, crazy, (laughs) but yeah, it was a lot, a lot more than just that, so I reflected on the year and realized there's actually a lot that I took in, a lot that I'm taking into 2021, and I think a lot that you guys might find helpful too. Um, out of the 10 learnings, actually, quite a lot of them are very um, relevant to binge eating and food and body issues. So it's not just a bunch of general life learnings. It's it's real stuff that I think you guys are going to really find helpful. And before we jump in, I actually want to say a huge, huge thank you to all of you. I know it's usually mentioned in my outro of the podcast, like that end part with the music stars and I start chatting away but I just want to say it here as well that I'm so thankful for all of you who subscribe and listen and download the podcast episodes and really engage with it and dm me about it and let me know what you liked and everything like otherwise I'm literally just talking to myself it's it's always weird anyway just talking to myself on this microphone but knowing that you guys are all there and it's a growing audience is really cool. And actually I've been planning out my 2021 business goals and building the podcast is a huge part of that. I really want to like own it and really lean into it. Put so much more into it, not just of me, but get like amazing guests on the show who are experts in certain fields that I find interesting and that you guys are gonna find helpful. And I really wanna get onto other people's podcasts, just getting the word out on a platform that's not Instagram, because Instagram is kind of very much out of my control sometimes, you know, the algorithm isn't too predictable. So I want to really dive into podcasting, also for the fact that it's pretty chill, like I'm just here in my pajamas at my desk, chatting away to myself very candidly, like all I ever really do to plan these episodes is a a few bullet points and then go off freestyle. So it's kind of fun. It's pretty easy. And a lot of you guys actually say that it's your favorite platform that you find me on because you get to know me a little bit more, but I get to go into way more detail on things than just like an Instagram story or a post. So to sum that up, thank you guys so much for being here, for sharing, for listening, engaging, all of that. It's amazing. And one more thing before I hop in, in two weeks, or actually at the time of publishing it'll be less than two weeks the group coaching program is kicking off so you guys I gotta do a little bit of a shameless plug because 
we're here, we're listening. But the group coaching program honestly is amazing. It's like a kind of a hybrid mix of you guys get these online lessons, videos, audio meditations, and then we get to hop in on the live calls, the group call each week. And there's just some magic there that I think, I think the magic of the group, that's just like so cool to have, to actually have people from all different continents. Like the last group had people all the way from LA all the way to Sydney and everything in between. Like, it's just so cool. And not just cool from my side, but I've heard from the ladies who've done it and you'll see on their, their interviews, the past two, Lauren and Jenna, and then the upcoming ones too. They all love the group element. So it's cool. If you're interested, check it out. Links in the show notes. Hop over to my website for all the details, all the FAQs and a chance to sign straight up and get ready to change your life in Jan 2021. Let's kill it. Let's do it. Okay, now let's just hop straight in to these 10 learnings of 2020. Here we go. First one. I've talked about this here and there uh, in different podcast episodes, but a huge learning for me was the power in facing the fear of weight gain. So you might have heard me talk about it, but way back at the start of lockdown, actually, sorry, Jan to March 2020, I gained some weight, not on purpose. It just kind of happened. I was kind of going through some very uh, crazy personal things at that time. And I suppose looking back, it might have been a coping mechanism. So I gained some weight, nothing major, but it was enough that I could see it in the mirror, could feel it on my clothes, I could feel it on my body. And at first, it freaked me out because pretty much the moment that I really realized it and started to feel the panic, lockdown hit. And we were stuck in that really strict lockdown in the UK for like three solid months. And suddenly, all of my routines were out the window and I was like, oh my God, like what's going to happen? Is it going to slide further and get worse? And I was having that panic moment that I'm sure you guys might've felt before. Um, and the thing is, it was different than it usually has been in the past because in the past it's accompanied with uncontrollable binging and the whole like vi very vicious cycle where there's a lot more panic. This was an opportunity, a learning opportunity for me to face the fear of weight gain. So let it happen and not be totally thrown off and like freaked out and go into restrictive mode because I wasn't binging. Nothing major was changing once I realized I was out of that sort of dramatic personal moment. So the weight had just gained and it was sort of plateauing. And it was a chance for me to realize that it's not as scary as my subconscious had made it out to be, or as my nervous system had made it out to be. I have, I think, hung out at that weight ever since, so coming up to a year now. And there was so much power in facing that fear. For so many years, I had tried to control the weight and like bring it down and stop it from gaining. And there was just so much fear and um, control around it. But when I actually faced it and was like, you know what, I've gained some weight, I can feel it, and let me just hang out here and not try to freak out and change it. Like, what, hap what would happen if I just face it, confront it, gain a bit of weight, and show myself that 
I can handle it and it's actually not the worst thing in the world it's actually totally fine really honestly like it took me I'd say like a good few months to settle into it and to stop trying to uh fight it in like a very small way like I'm not saying I was doing anything hugely restrictive but there's definitely the thoughts in my mind saying like oh but maybe just do that or just do this and it'll fix it but after a few months I stopped that and I just said you know what what will be will be like obviously you know I went some through something Jan to March it was difficult and how did I cope with it it was with some weight gain and that's okay and if my body wants to lose the weight it'll all work out like my body will guide me towards that if it wants to but I'm not going to force anything and in the meantime I'm going to learn to still love myself at this higher weight like that was the biggest thing just learning to love myself at a different weight that wasn't my quote unquote like ideal weight or goal weight it was huge and it's that sort of go with the flow mentality that I've taken on in the sort of second half of 2020 has made me even more chill around food because there isn't even like the, the quiet voice at the back that used to be really loud but the quiet one saying like oh you better watch out because you might gain some weight that's not really there anymore because I'm like and so what if I do gain some weight nothing changes like everyone still loves me everyone still wants to hang out with me I can still love me so that was a big learning a big one a big one okay and now second learning of 2020 was actually adding on to that first one it was just facing fears in general like the power of doing that in exposing yourself to the things that scare you and hold you back and keep you in that sort of low energy state where you're fearful and you're controlling and you're avoiding and criticizing and all those things that was a huge learning point for me just face the goddamn fear stop giving it so much power by like avoiding it or telling yourself you can't do it so examples for me with this was predominantly business-based 2020 was the year of like really starting to grow my business and that meant doing a lot of things that were pretty scary especially the first few times I am a self-professed introvert sort of extroverted introvert let's say and if you had told me two years ago three years ago yo you're gonna be like putting yourself out there on social media dancing making jokes talking doing live things like I would have been like what no way that ain't me like that's I'm not that girl I could never do that but 2020 was the year of facing that like ex being okay with expressing myself and putting myself out there and realizing you're not gonna die like you're safe and by exposing it exposing myself to it enough times just proving to my nervous system like hey you can do this level one now let's try level two it's scary a little bit but now you can do it and your nervous system feels okay and safe now let's go up to level three and like keep sort of like slowly inching up instead of going from okay you have no social media presence to boom you're doing like some huge live webinar or something but anyway examples would have been let's track back to the early days the first few times I showed my face on Instagram stories was major like guys I do it almost every day now and it's so natural and whatever 
but the first few times I probably took those like takes um like 20 times like so the same one minute little spiel like 20 times deleted redid it and was sweating my pits even though I was in a room on my own no one could even see what I was doing and I could delete it as many times as I wanted I was still sweating it was still like a scary thing and then posting it I was freaking out rewatched it a million times and then didn't do it for like another month like the, the early days I would show my face on stories like once a month and then twice a month and then one day I was like you know what screw it I need to normalize this in my body and feel okay with it so I set myself a challenge to do I think it was like stories with my me speaking to the camera five times a week for a month or something and every time I did it I rewarded myself with something like five pounds or something and then by the end of the month I had like a nice little bunch of money and I spent on something nice on myself but that was that was really it seemed like a small thing but it was a huge learning experience to be like yo face your fears expose yourself show yourself that you're not gonna die it's all okay and normalize it and then move to the next level so like next level for me was live coaching like that was so bloody scary at first because it's on the spot it's live there's someone there waiting and watching and you're the leader in this situation that was scary and now I've done hundreds of hours of it and it's so chill other examples um group coaching like that was on like a next level because now you've got 10 people looking at you waiting for your response instead of one person live webinars and then oh my god a huge one was podcasts not only these kind of podcasts which was kind of scary but not too bad but being uh, interviewed on someone else's podcast was another big scary moment where I was sweating the whole time um yeah that was a scary one and that was one that if you told me again like two years ago that I was going to do that I'd be like no bloody way because you're so not in control of the situation and it's live well kind of live it was scary but now I feel so much stronger because I face these fears and yeah wasn't perfect still not perfect but the more you do it the more you realize hey it's actually not that bad and hey you're actually kind of good at it um, other things facing my fear is like leaving my full-time job, going full-time into the business, huge things. So I guess to summarize the first two points, the power in facing your fears is amazing. So amazing. I'm a different person because of it. 2020 was all about facing my fears and I invite you to think about what are those things that you're scared of, that you're like, nah, nah, I'm not that girl. Like I can't do that that you want to do, they're holding you back from living that true best life, what are they? And can you start taking the tiny steps, like those stepping stones to towards doing those things, feeling good about it, feeling safe? Do it bit by bit, just like me. Like I started out one story once a month and then two stories in a month and then amped it up and then slowly like took the, the smallest step where still my nervous system wasn't totally freaked out and just kept moving up to the next level and it all felt so doable. 
Before we go on, I'm going to jump in and share some juicy details on the upcoming Unleashed January 2021 group coaching program that I'm so excited about. I can't wait. So if 2021 is the year that you want to stop binge eating, stop hating your body, stop feeling so out of control and guilty with food, if 2021 is the year that you want to live free, free of all that energy and mental space to unleash your inner queen then this group program is made for you. So what's included? It's a 15-week program. There is a video lesson and an audio meditation each week for you to go through. There are little mini integration tasks, so we're really actioning change and we're not just talking about it or watching a video lesson and then moving on. So we're actioning change. We'll have a one-hour group call each week on Zoom so super safe space where we just get to share and go a bit deeper into that weekly content. You'll have unlimited access to the DMs with me. So support all the way through as much as you need. Plus on top of that, you'll have four 30 minute one-to-one -one sessions with me just so we get to dive deeper into your specific story. And on top of that, we'll have our group Instagram chat just for that camaraderie, that support all the way through. So it's literally everything you could possibly dream of, ever need to get those results that you desire and deserve. So if that sounds like the perfect fit for you, click the link in the show notes to get prices, more details, and of course, to grab your spot. So Jan 18th, 2021 Unleashed Group Coaching. Are you in? Let's do this. Third learning of 2020 was switching gears here a little bit hurt people hurt people so when you get those mean comments from someone whether it's online or offline remind yourself that hurt people hurt people and it's really only their own projections their own issues insecurities and really it has nothing to do with you it's all about them this came up for me because as I was kind of jotting down these learnings I was looking at all the the part on part two about like putting myself out there and facing my fears and what came with that was being really vulnerable online and therefore inevitably getting those mean comments from people sometimes so so mean that it was just like not even relevant to me or my content it was just like a mean comment towards a human being horrible nasty stuff I actually first when it first happened like a lot of them started to come in back in September when my Instagram account started to grow quite quickly. Um, it like flooded in a bunch of mean ones and it really got to me. Just straight out mean things like, what the fuck is wrong with your face? Like you're disgusting, blah, blah, blah. Like just so mean. And it really got to me first. It really affected me. I was like, oh, should I just, should I just like quit social media? Like I just, I don't know if I want to do this and it put me off from posting now I'm not quite in that dramatic state but it felt real back then like the drama of my feelings it felt real because it was real like I wasn't exposed to that kind of mean nastiness before so much and then suddenly having it all flood in quite quickly was difficult but now I just like remind myself you know what hurt people hurt people they've they're obviously dealing with something like really not enjoying their life with themselves and they're just projecting that and trying to cause someone else a totally random innocent person pain and it has nothing to do with me 
that's helped a lot. So I think maybe for you guys, this could um, come in when, if you get those comments on your body, someone making a mean comment about your weight, the way you look, the way you eat, just remembering that if someone's like proactively trying to insult you or what they think is an insult towards your body, hurt people hurt people. They are dealing with their own shit deep down. Just remember that. Number four, fourth learning is a phrase that I heard somewhere on some podcast recently and it's stuck with me ever since and it keeps coming up. So it's like late to the game in 2020, maybe December kind of learning, but it's come up quite a lot now and it's fire needs air to survive. So for me, that's relevant in my relationship with my boyfriend 2020 guys, COVID, lockdown, 24-7 together with a partner is difficult. There's a lot of bickering. There's a lot of just like getting sick of each other and lack of novelty. Like fire needs air to survive. A relationship needs air to survive. We need space. So that's been a big learning. Actually, after hearing that, I was like, you know what? I'm going to spend like a week at my mom's place just to get, give our, give our relationship a little bit of air. Um, and then goes towards my business as well like same thing COVID 2020 not much else to do so I've just put a lot of time into my business but and and not really taking any holidays or doing those things that I find super fun that refresh me means that sometimes I feel like there's no air and the fire can dwindle sometimes and I want that fire to be burning so you guys get like the best version of me the passionate version of me who, who shows up energetically and makes amazing content so I need air for that fire to keep burning and that's been a real lesson just trying to really set boundaries work-life boundaries take care of myself give myself the fuel whatever that is whether it's food fun play connection that can keep that fire burning all night long so recap fire needs air to survive Assess in your life where is there no air or not enough air and you need to inject more oxygen into that space in your life so the fire can keep on burning. Then the fifth learning for me was just seeing that how adaptable I am and everyone is. Like the world turned upside down in 2020. At first everyone was like freaked out and kind of thinking it was the end of the world and then we all dove into these like banana bread making phase and all that and then we realized hey this is actually not a like a one month thing or two month thing that like most of us thought it was at the start it's like a long-term thing for at least a year or two seeing how adaptable we are all are myself included was a learning point because I realized that whatever is thrown at you like you can handle it might not be the funnest time but you can make something out of it and I feel like for me 2020 definitely didn't go to waste because I adapted it just made me more confident in myself like you can handle you can handle it, it even if the world's turned upside down and then my sixth learning was just like the power of going on a morning walk with an inspirational podcast in your ears at the, at the start of lockdown, um, all the gyms closed and usually that was one of my, my main sources of exercise. And 
it was still a bit cold outside so I wasn't like in the mood to run so I wasn't really doing exercise and first I was like freaked out I was like oh my god I need to exercise like I've always loved to exercise and I think I had a belief in my head that like I need to exercise to um like I need to exercise like a certain amount and to a certain degree to be healthy and happy and all these things and yes like definitely exercise is great for you for your health and everything but I think I thought I needed it even more than I actually do like I was convinced that if I stopped going to the gym for a month or two and didn't do much and just walked I would like lose all my muscle mass and yeah I definitely lost muscle mass I could tell but by just doing a simple like 45 minute one hour walk each morning it still helped so much like I still felt so good in my body and that was eye-opening plus adding in the podcast was game-changing because just like got me in such a good mood listening to all these different inspirational educational high energy podcasts just yeah changed my day any any days or weeks where I had like slacked from doing that routine I could very much see the difference so that was interesting and then my seventh learning, wait, is it seven? One, two, three, four, five, yes. <laughs> my seventh learning was the power of community. So this showed up for me in quite a few ways, but I'll just go through three. The first was I did a coaching certification program in 2020 for 11 months. And there were about 50 of us on the program. So it was very much like a little community and it was really cool to be with a bunch of women who were all going through the same thing and we were learning the same kind of tools and other people in our lives didn't really um, get it so we could only really talk between ourselves about it mainly and that was pretty cool because it meant that I made a few really cool friends that I still stay in contact with today so they're like in such a similar boat to me they've just done the same course they're just starting to build their businesses they're at the same kind of place and it's really cool to have that as I said I'm a bit of an extroverted introvert more on the introvert side very much um so I always kind of tell myself oh no like you don't really need it you've got you know you're a handful of people in your life and that's fine but I think it showed me that I do want community and connection more than I think I did because it was really I think I just wasn't able to find the people and doing this course connecting with like the pe- the kind of people that I do want to start um, bringing into my life. I guess finding like the right people showed me actually I do want community because I was excited to hop on calls with these people like chat business and chat self-development and it's just really cool. So that was one source of realizing the power of community the other is is like the dms that i get from you guys honestly i probably replied to i don't know i'm just gonna guess like a thousand dms or more a thousand different people in the past year and the amount of you who dm something to the effect of like it's so amazing that you've built this community here on instagram where i can connect with you and i don't feel alone and your content is so relatable and inspiring and all that kind of stuff and just sharing gratitude for me creating a community um going into quite a specific sometimes shameful secretive topic has been so helpful for them 
the simple act of just not feeling alone has helped them so much has just proven to me the power of community that I didn't I knew was there but I didn't realize how much it could help then adding to that doing my group coaching course so I've mentioned it before and you you guys might have heard it in the podcast episodes with some of the ladies who were on it as um who were on the group coaching program and have been on my podcast as well but that group of women having each other and then me being there as well someone who's been through it who gets it who's come out the other side and is now helping like guiding you along so freaking cool for them for me like it was always so invigorating to hop on group coaching calls because it's just like everyone there is so cool we're we're all like like-minded chill fun smart women who are just dealing with this problem and we're all getting through it together and I'm just few steps ahead and I'm just helping you guys and it's just really cool I can only imagine how bloody awesome that would have been when I was in the depths of my binge eating to just have a really safe space of like cool chill women who are just sharing openly their struggles what's going well and you're all just chatting away and it's just so damn healing so that was a huge learning for me And then the eighth learning was more general, but it was, and it's definitely applicable for you guys if you're still in the struggle, the binge eating struggle, which you don't have to be in too much longer. Guys, shameless plug, once again, group coaching, hop on it. It's freaking amazing. But yeah, you get to design your reality. Like, it's crazy when you think about it. Like when you actually stop and say so much, of your reality right now is a product of the thoughts that you've decided to subscribe to to repeat and that make you feel a certain way and then make you act a certain way you get to design your reality you get to even choose how you perceive different things things people say to you the way you see yourself in the mirror ideas like it's so crazy when you think about it you have such a choice in how you perceive things and therefore happiness is a choice that you can you can make that choice right now like stop for a second I don't know if this is getting too philosophical but take a deep breath in and out and just kind of do a bit of a scan in your life some of the key problems maybe the problem is like I hate my body maybe the problem is you've got like some relationship issue oftentimes or maybe maybe like another problem is oh I'm not making enough money or something or I'm not successful right now compared to other people so oftentimes it's really a choice to be happy in this moment or not A lot of us can be really addicted to the struggle. I definitely am. When I did that kind of scan, I I did it last night. I was chatting to my boyfriend. I went through this concept and I was like, the main problems in my life, I'd say like the biggest one is me always on this pursuit of um, like success and bypassing the, the happiness or the joy, the presence in the moment. I get to a goal I'm thinking of the next I don't celebrate the current goal and that's totally a choice for me to say 
like I don't that doesn't have to be a struggle for me I'm making it a struggle it doesn't have to be so I don't know it, this is just like a weird big realization for me and I think the biggest thing is just like you get to design your reality how you feel a lot of the time not always is a choice and you might be addicted to the struggle like notice where in your life you're addicted to the struggle another one is like hating your body that that's definitely a place where you can be addicted to the struggle it's completely your choice whether you see yourself as beautiful hot sexy attractive confident or not like confidence sexiness hotness it's like all a choice it's literally like you can choose to be confident it's actually something i saw i've seen on tiktok quite a bit like a little bit of a trend where people are like you know what hotness is a choice confidence is a choice you can say right now like okay imagine I suddenly woke up this morning or you woke up this morning you hit your head somewhere and you kind of had a bit of a like a freaky Friday or not freaky Friday but you know one of those moments where suddenly the reality is a bit different after you hit your head and you're like whoa I woke up and like suddenly I'm this super confident hot version of me and it's not some confident version of like what you perceive as some other girl would be like or how she would act if she's confident but it's like what would you look like you what would you look and act and speak like if you were your confident self or your self who thinks she's fucking hot <laughs> like how would she show up and can you kind of fake it a little bit till you make it try it out see what it feels like show yourself that it's actually possible the only thing a lot of the time not always standing in your way is you and that addiction to the struggle it's so evident to me as well with body image when I look back on different parts of my life where, say, um, a part of my life where I would have said, oh, that was my, my like, the favorite body type I'd had. But at that time, I still created a struggle. I was still like, oh, but my hands or my nails or my belly button or something like you still find something to struggle about when like the current self now would be like, oh, no, like she was great. Like there was nothing wrong with her. But the present self finds, always bloody finds something to struggle about. And it doesn't have to be like that. So that's my little, my little like inspirational rant, if it inspired you. But you truly get to design your reality. It's amazing. It truly is. And that's actually a huge thing that I work on with clients in the group coaching and um, in the upcoming revamped 30 day reboot. More to come on that. This is a huge part, designing your reality, because it massively plays into body image and also food as well, and your thoughts, your whole mental, emotional landscape. Okay, ninth tip or ninth learning of 2020 is the concept of safety. So this came up on my coaching certification course, the concept of safety, feeling safe in your body, who you are, safe to be seen, heard, expressed, be your true self all of those things, I had never heard of this concept before. And it's something I learned on my coaching certification. And it was probably the biggest takeaway I took from that certification. And it's something that I massively go into detail with um, my group coaching, my one-to-ones, my 30 days. And so often it's what people say at the end was one of the biggest tools that they've used as well. Going back to basics, all we want to do every day is just feel safe i.e feel like we're not like that we're not going to die there's no threat there's no danger 
And back in the days, cavewoman days, that threat, that danger might have been like a forest fire or a lion. But now it's it's something like a mean comment on Instagram or gaining weight because society says that that's bad. And your nervous system still sees this as a massive threat, that you're unsafe, you're not safe in your body. You need to change something. We need to move away from danger and towards safety. So it's really about realizing that we are safe and how to resource safety in on our own without having to rely on someone else to give us that reassurance, that validation, without relying on sticking to like these strict social norms of having a certain body type, without going to safety through food. That's a huge one, like using safety to give us that comfort. We can feel safe anytime, anywhere. We can bring that into our system, remind ourselves that there's safety and that there's nothing we have to fix. Letting our nervous system know we are safe just as we are. We're safe to say that joke we want to say at the dinner table. We're safe to speak up. We're safe to be in the body that we have right now. Truly safe. That was a huge learning. And final learning of 2020 was something that I I learned by doing the work that I've done this past year. And that's everyone's healing journey, whether it's food, body, or just things that they're dealing with, is different. Someone might have the same problem, binge eating. Their healing journey will look different. It'll require different inputs. Someone might be happy to, you know, hop on the 30-day reboot and just be like, yeah, I'm going to take in all this this content. I'm going to implement it. And that's awesome. Maybe someone else is like, you know what? I need a group situation. I need people around me to support me. Maybe it's different tools that that land well for you that you really need because what's underneath might be slightly different for different people. But what I have seen is while everyone's journey is different, there are so often, and now I'm speaking specifically to binge eating and body image issues, so often there's the underlying commonalities and that's really the body image, the stories, the narrative, the beliefs we have about what we have to look like, why we have to look like that, what happens if we don't look like that. So it's really that underlying commonality of the body image stuff the general like lack of safety that we have and not even understanding that that's an issue and then also the whole thing of being too much in our heads and not enough in our body in the present in the the safety zone the like place of love instead of fear so that's been an interesting one I've loved to see every time I finish working with someone the 30-day the group the one-to-ones um I love to hear what helped them most like a five, a list of like five tools or something. I love to see that because it's helpful for me to know, to like, yeah, to really understand you guys more. Because obviously I know what helped me most, but not everyone's journey is going to be exactly like mine. It's helpful, but it's also just super interesting to see the commonalities that almost everyone's list has some of like these top factors that really play into healing. And yeah, I just thought it's a pretty cool learning. Just, I guess the ex-data scientist in me having all these like data points, seeing these patterns and trends is kind of interesting. So those are the 10 learnings of 2020. Hopefully you guys took something from it. I think, as I said at the start, I think a lot of it's actually really relevant to the binge eating, the diet culture, the body image kind of space. So 
let me know if it helped, what you loved, which learning stood out to you most. I would love to see you guys like screenshot this episode, post it on your Insta story and just share the number one learning, like which did you take away? Or share with me what was your biggest learning of 2020. So I'm going to leave it there for you guys today. First solo episode of 2020. Let's get it. Let's kill it. Guys, reminder, once again, group coaching, Jan 18th, 15 weeks. Let's get you out of this binge eating mess. Kickstart your healing. Get you to that queen energy so you can take on 2020 like a badass bee. Okay. That's it. I'll see you guys next time. And that's the scoop for today. I hope you enjoyed the episode and learned something new that you can start applying to your life. If you took something from this episode, it would mean the world to me if you could share it with someone in your life, change someone's day, change their mood or even their life. Be that person. I know I love it when my sister sends me podcast episodes. It just shows me that she's really thinking of me and wants to help me elevate my life alongside her. As always, feel free to DM me on Instagram at at Breed. I'm always open to feedback, so let me know what you want me to speak about, what you love, what you want less of. This podcast is for you after all. Last but not least, here's how to win a one-hour, one-to-one session with me. Enter my monthly draw by sharing this episode or any of the episodes you've enjoyed, whether it's on your stories or on a post, and just make sure to tag me at Free With Breed. Simple as that. Okay, that's it from me. Have a wonderful rest of your day. I will see you next time.